the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praising this past Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. Brothers and sisters, God has opened doors of opportunity for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. But open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't do what we need to do to walk through, we'll never receive or achieve what God has in store for me and you. That's why it's so important for me and you to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God has opened for me and you so that we can step into all the awesome things that our awesome God has for me and you. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Romans chapter 12. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather, this is what you do, in, 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 but rather give place unto wrath, for it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. And I know people read this all out of context. When they say vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord, people be like, I know that's right. God going to get you. I'm going to just let God do it. God going to get you. He's going to drop fire from heaven. He's going to have you fired. He's going to have that little skank you running with get a disease. And I'm going to be like, no better for you. Before you get into all that, remember that God passed judgment unto Jesus, who was on a cross, done wrong, just like you, because he, he was operating in your stead. And what did he say? Come on now, y'all know what he said. What did he say? Forgive them. Because they know not what they do. He was able to separate the action from the person. Forgive them, because they know not what they do. Because if they knew what they did, they wouldn't do it. Forgive them. And so since that, then that's the judgment that God wants to pass upon them. So since he wants to pass upon them, and you are now his royal priesthood that operates on behalf of him, you can do this one yourself. Forgive them. Because they know that what they do. Woo, this is getting good. Romans chapter 12. Therefore, oh my God. That means since everything I just said, therefore, if thine enemy, if thine enemy hunger, laugh at him. Nope. What did it say? Feed him. If they thirst, give him what? 
and it doesn't have nothing with strychnine in it or nothing like that or, no, or, or, or nothing else. For in so doing, thou shalt heap coals of fire on his head. Now, that's not like, you know, coals of fire like you barbecuing them and stuff. Just makes them more comfortable. It says, and, and I like that, that it's on their heads. Because many times their actions have come from their head. But when you begin to comfort their heads and cause the evil spirit, which is driving their thinking away, it sometimes will clear their minds. And they'll hear what God has to say. And they'll do the right thing. Verse 21. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with, what's that next word? Be not overcome evil, but overcome evil with what? Good is what overcomes evil. Evil cannot overcome evil. You do not stop a fire by starting a fire. It's good teaching right here. So what that mean? Don't cuss back at them when they cuss at you. Don't hit them when they say something wrong to you. Hey, man, I, I, I only use one because I heard you on that side. <laughs> Brother was all by himself. He was over, way over in the corner. I even seen some folk turn around and give you a dirty look instead of giving me a dirty look. <laughs> I dare you say amen. <laughs> you don't overcome evil with evil. You overcome evil with good. Yeah, they did you wrong, but do you want to overcome? Then you do good. Because if, you don't over, because if you don't overcome evil, evil will overcome you. And that's what most folk are dealing with in their lives, that they've, they've been overcome by evil. That's why they ain't worth five cents Canadian nowadays. A half a peso with a bullet in it. They ain't worth it. They ain't, come on now. For real. That's why, don't get mad. I said some folk. Nobody up in here. But that's why some folks still single. They've been ruined. I'm teaching real good. They've just been ruined. Ru rent. Just tore up. They're crazy now. Because of what somebody did to them. I'm teaching real good. Now they're all paranoid. For real. All paranoid. So somebody get ready to do something. So you just say hi to them. What, 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 what do you want? <laughs> they be like, nothing. But before I leave, I want an explanation why you crazy. Because all I did was speak to you. Like, hey, hey, man, what's happening? It's going fine. Then they walk away and say, what do you mean it's all good? It ain't all good. He, he up to something. I know he is. I need to watch him. That guy in your church is no good. You ought to watch him. Folks be like, what? I'm teaching real good now. God's about to reconcile relationships. Don't be all ruined. When God starts trying to put you up with somebody, you all ruined. Can't think straight, crazy. Always think somebody after you. Come on now. God put you with somebody that love you. You scared that they're going to leave, they leave you like everybody else left you? That they ain't everybody else. They the one putting up with your crazy tail. Just sit still and shut up and let God deal with you. Let him help you. Before all ruin, asking 
15 zillion times, are you going to leave me? Didn't you ask me that yesterday? At least put it on CD. <laughs> Just play it over and over again. Okay. <laughs> but the Bible says you overcome evil with good. If they all eviled up, and they all eviled up and they ain't worth nothing right now, you just keep being good. No, baby, I ain't leaving you. Next day, no, baby, I ain't leaving you. Next day, no, baby, I ain't leaving you. Don't let it become conditional because it's like, how many times I got to tell you? Now we in the conditions. Now we in the conditions, which means you didn't let this love continue. You stopped, you stopped it. No, but you don't understand what they're doing. No, you just stopped it because you the one stopped the love. It's your fault, not theirs. They crazy. They got ruined by the other persons. <laughs> I'm teaching real good right now. You overcome evil with good. It's good teaching right here. Y'all thinking like, don't nobody do this. I hear some of y'all, y'all in the spirit talking about, like, what kind of church is this? Don't nobody do this. I'm supposed to be at a jack, at least one person. And I flat out ain't going to be doing no all this heaping coals and stuff. You can forget all that. Then stay overcome. Miss out on open door that God's got in store for you. But if you want to move forward into what God has in store for you, you got to do it God's way. And folk have done this. Let me show you one example. Turn over to 1 Samuel chapter 16. Let me show you an example of somebody that overcame evil with good. And this in the Old Testament. Everybody say Old Testament. Mm-hmm. in a covenant less than yours. Whereas they just had the hand of God in their life, you have the presence of God living on the inside of you. They didn't even have unconditional love to operate with like you got it to operate with. 1 Samuel chapter 16. Let's look at this guy named Saul and this guy named David. We're going to show you how Saul was forgiven by David who could have avenged himself, but instead chose to do good, regardless. Because this is a demonstration of how we shouldn't retaliate for or when harm is done to us. When harm is done for us, we shouldn't retaliate for it, and we shouldn't retaliate, retaliate when harm is done to us. First Samuel 16. Because, see, remember, this is a restoration type thing, which means that initially folk loved one another. Initially, folk appreciated one another. At least initially, folk liked one another. Well, civil. Hi, how are you? I'm fine. How are you? Praise God. First Samuel 16, verse 14. It says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. Pause button. There was no evil spirit from the Lord that troubled him. Well, why say it in the Bible, Pastor? Because you got to understand in the Old Testament, they didn't understand the dichotomy between Satan and God. They didn't understand that. So since they didn't understand that, all they know that this was a supernatural evil that was dealing with them. And if it's supernatural, the only person I know supernatural is God, so it came from God. That was their, always their mentality. If something negative happened, it automatically in their mind was God. Because they like, this ain't normal. This ain't natural. So since this ain't natural and it's supernatural and God's supernatural, then simple deductions say it, it, was, it was God. But it wasn't. 
because Jesus came and delineated things in John chapter 10, verse 10, when he said, no, it's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I am come that you might have life and you have it more abundantly. I ain't sending evil spirits in your life. I'm trying to get evil spirits out of your life. I ain't coming to jack you. I'm trying to come so that you're going to have life. If you're being jacked, it's the thief. Are you listening to me? I'm not jacking you. I'm backing you. Are you listening to me? So they didn't have a revelation back then. So they, we reading it just like they understood it and just like they spoke it. Amen. Verse 15. And Saul's servant said unto him, okay, by the way, in verse 14, this is as a result of the anointing oil being poured on David because God, David was being anointed to become king. He wasn't king yet, but he was anointed to become king. Saul was still king. And so since he anointed David to become king, David was going to be Saul's replacement. So the spirit was leaving, Holy Spirit was leaving Saul and going over to cover David. And since the Holy Spirit was leaving Saul to cover David, any place where light isn't, darkness is. Any place where light isn't, darkness is. Because darkness is an absence of light. Evil can only be there because good's not there. That's why you overcome evil with good. So if good's not there, you get the chance to put it there. And the evil can disappear. You're going to see this. Verse 15. And Saul's servant said unto him, Behold, check it out. Now an evil spirit from God, we know that, troubleth thee. He said, I guess he didn't have to check it out. <laughs> well, sometimes folk don't know that an evil spirit is troubling them. Sometimes they think that they're just being right and just as wrong as two left shoes for, with somebody with no feet. Verse 16, it says, Let our Lord now command thy servants which are before thee to seek out a man who is a cunning player of a harp, that means skillful. And it shall come to pass that when an evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou shalt be well. Now, he's not just playing with his hands, but he's using his hand to play the harp. And thou shalt be well. Hey, you got to explain some of this stuff to folk, because, you know, they'd be like, well, how's playing with his hands going to help? <laughs> Verse 17. Folk be like, well, next time I got an evil spirit, I'm going to start, like, playing with my hands, too. No, that ain't what he's talking about, so I'm trying to help. Play the harp with his hand. Verse 17, and Saul said unto his servants, provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. See, even when you're crazy, you know solutions. Go get somebody, hurry. Verse 18, then answered one of the servants and said, behold, I have not see, sometimes you can be real crazy. That's when you don't want the folk that can help you to help you. That's when you're real crazy. That's when folks start missing church because they're mad. They don't like what's happening, so they leave the place where the solutions come. Verse 18, then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I've seen the son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning and plain. See, them, them syllables will get all cut up in there. It's just cunning and plain and a mighty valiant man, and a man of war. Dang, look, see, when the hand of the Lord is on you, you'll not only be cunning, you'll not only be a mighty valiant man, but you'll also be a man of war, ready to fight the correct way, and prudent in manners, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, Send me David thy son, which is with the sheep. See, you can tell a person that God's hand is on. They'll be near the sheep. 
I'm teaching real good right now. You can always tell a person that God's hand is on, that the Spirit of God is on, because they're going to be near the sheep. That's one of the things I watch. Folk tell me they call. I'm going to watch if you be near the sheep. Because if you be away from the sheep, you ain't called. You thought you was called. You confused. Because how are you not around the sheep when you designed to be a shepherd? The shepherd ought to smell like they sheep. For real. The shepherd ought to smell like sheep. That's one reason why I don't have 18 guards around me. Are you listening to me? Because I ain't supposed to smell like guards. I'm supposed to smell like sheep. Hey, man, that's another teaching. We ain't getting it. Verse 19, wherefore Saul sent messengers unto Jesse and said, man, send me your son, which is with the sheep. And Jesse took an ass laden with bread and a bottle of wine, leave that alone, and a kid and sent him. But hey, anybody that think that God has sent evil spirits will drink spirits. So we leave that alone. Verse 20, and David his son unto Saul, because they didn't have understanding. Verse 21, and David came to Saul and stood before him. I like that. Because he said David came to Saul and stood before him. That, that phrase stood before him means attended or ministered unto him. He came before him and attended and ministered unto him. And he loved him greatly. Look, David loved Saul greatly. Everybody say greatly. And he became his armor bearer. Dang. You got to understand that that phrase right there, armor bearer. See, armor bearers were men of God, personal ministers. Armor bearers were men of God's personal ministers. So a man of God, he would be with that man of God in times of peace, in times of war. He'd be in t- with that man of God when everything was, when that man needed him. He would be with that man of God when that man didn't need him. Because how could he need him and armor bearer not there? And so, see, this is the picture of what a real minister is. A real minister is going to be there. If a person tell you it ain't a minister and ain't around, <laughs> They're deceiving their own selves because they just go and based upon titles, not based upon callings. See, an armor bearer is there, and they're going to be right there in good times, bad times. They're going to be there at times of war. They're going to be there at times. You know, don't get mad at me when I talk, y'all, because we're going to knock the feelings off the shoulders. They ain't going to claim that they with you, but be around everybody else. Miss your meetings to be at everybody else's meetings. Move another person's things forward when yours ain't even being moved forward. But I'm on your side. <laughs> You're deceiving yourself. Tricking yourself, ganking yourself, fooling yourself. Back to this man of God. So armor bearers were the men of God's personal ministers. They would assist them in whatever was necessary to cause the man of God to remain victorious in battle and comfortable in life. They would assist them in whatever was necessary. Did I say whatever was necessary? which means there's no limits. We're talking about this unconditional love, no limits to it. That if it's necessary for you to succeed, I'm willing to do it. If it's necessary for you to be comfortable in life, I'm willing to do it. I don't be like, oh no, I don't do windows. Oh no, I don't do that. That's still, no, I'm not called to that. I'm called to pulpit. So you gotta understand, if you called, you do everything from pulpit to pull weeds. And if there's anything that you say you don't do, then it's demonstrating that you don't do and you ain't going to do. Are you listening to me? I'm teaching real good right now. Everybody wants to be able to stand up and preach, but can you preach to those flowers that need to be planted? 
Can you preach to that floor that needs to be vacuumed? Can you wash that toilet? Because if you can't wash that toilet, how you figure you're going to get the crap out of everybody else's life? I'm teaching real good right now. And if all you set, if all you called to do is sit your butt on other people's couches and watch their TVs, then you called to be a couch potato. I'm teaching real good right now. We move on. So anyway, he called him to be his, his armor bearer. <laughs> and David stood there, attended and ministered unto him. Amen. And through David's ministry unto Saul, Saul became refreshed. He become well, and, he, and evil spirits would leave him. Let's read it. What verse I leave off on? Yeah, in verse 22, and Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David, I pray thee, stand before thee, before me. And he hath found favor in my sight. See, he's all right with, with, with Saul, too. And it came to pass that when the evil spirit from God was upon Saul, that David took a harp, played it with his hand, so Saul was refreshed. That word refreshed properly means to breathe freely. Everybody say, ah. I don't know if you've been in the midst of a situation where it's pressure's all on you and an evil spirit is on you. And, and, and it's like, it's like well, you just don't know what to do. You don't, you don't know what happened. But then somebody else comes along and does something and it just makes you feel better. Like, ah. He was refreshed to breathe freely, to revive. By implication, it means to have ample room because Satan will always put pressure on you and squeeze you in. But God wants to give you room and cause you to be able to be free. And not only was he refreshed, but it was well with him. That word well means good in the widest sense, which means any sense necessary to make sure everything stays good, he said, I cover that too. Whatever's needed to make you good, he covered that too. And not only did he make it well with him, and it says, and the evil spirit departed from him. That's shouting ground all by itself. So, so, you see here where he was, he was there. Verse 21 shows you that he, uh, how David loved him, and, 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 and the next verse shows you that he was all right with Saul too. Now, drop down to chapter 18, verse 15. Time's sake, I got to pick up the pace. Chapter 18, verse 15. We're going to see here where Saul turns on David course between that verse and the ones that we read and that we're about to read now of course David had went out and jacked up some more Philistines and stuff like that you know being uh, 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 Saul's armor bearer went out there and made things easier for Saul gave more space because the Philistines was pressing on him but David went out there and handled it Saul was out there too but uh, and, and, and David was out there too and so David was out there helping him get done what it is he needed to get done for the kingdom of God we'll see what happened Chapter 18, verse 5. And David went out whithersoever Saul sent him and behaved himself wisely. And Saul set him over the men of war, and he was accepted in the sight of all the people and also in the sight of Saul. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope you were blessed with what the Word of God had to say. hope that you learned a little bit more about the doors of opportunity that God has opened for us. I hope even more that your faith is rising in the God-given biblical fact that God is a God who opens doors for us. So, let's believe God's word is true and benefit from the things our loving, gracious God does for me and you by walking through every door that he opens for me and you. And thereby, don't miss out on all that God has in store for me and you. If you want to hear the message in its entirety, 
Just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed if you do. I guarantee you. And speaking of coming through, I got just a thing for the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to do. We invite all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio surrounding areas to come out to our G to B. That's our glorified to be uniquely here singles fellowship tomorrow evening. It's a monthly single seminar. That God has brought here to San Antonio for the single saints here in San Antonio. It's a monthly single seminar that you don't have to fly away to or pay half a pay to go to. It's free and it's right here in San Antonio just for you. It's an evening out for the single saints that's done on the fourth Friday of every month for all the single unmarried saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas of all ages come together in a casual atmosphere and have food and fun and fellowship and get a powerful word from God that will help them to live successfully in their singleness. So come on through. I guarantee you, you'll be blessed when you do. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. It starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until, hey, it's a night out. You don't need to find a babysitter because child care is provided at no charge. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. So come on through and bring a few single saints with you when you do. You'll be so glad you did, and they will too. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.